0: Hey, girl, hey. Hey, girl, hey. Although that's
1: already been used. (laughs) I don't care if we're using (laughs) it. I'm Chrissy. And I'm Carrie. And we are Status Macabre.
0: We also may be drinking. One of us may be drinking. Actually. I was gonna say, I, I'm
1: just wondering right now.
0: She's rehydrating. <laughs> yes, that's because I was rehydrating last night. I did not drink last night.
1: Oh yeah, no, no, it was it was all me.
0: And then um, may partake this afternoon, this evening. We'll see. Yeah, but we're kind of wrapping up the week here at Key West. Sort of. We still have. I mean, no, the we weekend. S- we. we we're, we're, We're wrapping it up, though. We're winding down.
1: Oh, yeah. Because you know what?
0: We fly out Sunday. Yeah. But I always get towards the last couple of days. I'm like, okay, it's time to start relaxing and chill and get back into regular work week mode. I am not the person who parties all the way up to the last minute. Typically,
1: I'm aware. (laughs) I am. (laughs) Chrissy may or may not. Yes, I may be. (laughs) So our second recording here in Key West. And I'm uber excited about this one.
0: I'm really excited about Joaquin Kroll as, as well. I say that I'm excited about everybody that um, I talk about, but I'm super excited about him because he's he's just gross. And um, he is a serial killer. He is um, into cannibalism. He's into necrophilia. Ugh, that's so gross. He's You'll see there are going to be a couple of things that are rem- like they're There's a few things that I read. I was like, oh, my gosh, this reminds me of Israel Keys," or, oh, my gosh, Ed Gein. Yeah. Like those two guys popped into my head. I Mm -hmm. even made a note in here. I was like, I can't believe when you're actually doing research on serial killers and not just listening to something, but when you're actually doing research and taking a dive, you're like, there's a common theme, Mm -hmm. several. So it was very interesting to see how this serial killer – who was in Germany, born, raised, and died in Germany, mm-hmm. um, who was considered not very bright, got away for over two decades mm-hmm. of murdering people. Yeah.
1: I'm I'm ready to dive in. So I, I mean, don't... I, I don't, had I don't, already started. I had yeah. I mean, well, it. we don't have any business right now. Um. So let, let's talk about Joaquin. Yeah. So Joaquin
0: Kroll, serial killer into necrophilia. He... He... Um, kind of stumbled in t- his way into cannibalism and so he was just on how a do whim. you
1: fucking stumble into Yeah, it?
0: on a whim I'm just going to cut a buttocks off and cook it because it's so expensive to purchase meat in a grocery store now. Oh,
1: okay, that's yeah. how you. so that's oh, okay. that's how he uh-huh. you know Dude's he had gotta to do what got to do what you got to do in the
0: you know back in the 50s. Right. Um in Germany. So, you know, he had several nicknames. The kids called him Uncle Wahim. Uncle Joaquin.
1: Yeah, uh, that, yeah, that, uh, yeah. I remember you telling me about yeah. that. The
0: so. Ruhr R U H R. I have a really hard time pronouncing this. Hunter, the the Diceberg Man Eater, and then the Ruhr Cannibal. So he had several names.
1: Yeah, none of them are catching either. None of them. I mean, Uncle Joaquin is <laughs> like, okay, thanks,
0: Uncle Joaquin. <laughs> okay. I don't know, it's kind all of creepy. The though. little children liked him. Yeah. So anyway, he was born in April, on April 17th in 1933, in Hindenburg, Germany. And this was during the beginning of the Nazi Party's rise in Germany. He was born to his mother, I was a homemaker and his father was a miner and later on a prisoner of war. And I made a note here. I feel like I need to mention it. Oh, He's I know. got goddamn Aries. That's <laughs> all I'm gonna
1: say about that. Every time an Aries is around. Fucking Aries. You always say that. So. Fucking Aries. Aries. We're Tauruses. We are Tauruses. And we're way cooler than Aries.
0: That's. Yeah. (laughs) Goddamn Goddamn right. right. So one of the things that. that In my research uh, with with him in particular, and I I run across this pretty much every time I'm doing research, there's sometimes different sources get their facts mixed up right right? so what i have here is he was either the sixth of nine children or he was the youngest of eight um eight children uh so either way he was considered very weak he was considered a weak child he was very small he suffered from constant ridicule from his family and even the community where he lived he was a constant bedwetter as a child and to some extent some people said Mm -hmm. this could have Stayed into adulthood. What him bedwetting? Bed, him bedwetting. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. He was extremely That's introverted. Awful. So, um, you know, he was just a child that was just a little humiliating. Is yeah. It I, sounds I feel, like it. Yeah. I feel bad for him. Yeah. Very. You unique, feel bad. You, you feel bad for
1: the child. Not I feel bad for, for child. bad for the child. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, his family suffered from extreme poverty, and when I say extreme, I just mean. The extreme poverty, not like we just have to make it to payday and let's go do something fun. But they did not have money for for food. Oh, wow.
1: That's horrible.
0: Yeah, it was. He was, you know, extreme poverty and then Mm -hmm. a a whole
1: freaking herd of kids that you got to take. care. Oh, yeah. No shit. Whether it's six or nine or eight, I don't care. Anything past three to me is God. God bless all the people that have more than. Three children. Yes, God bless you.
0: Um, his father was a minor until World War II, and then he was drafted as a soldier for the German army. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and during the war with Russia, he was taken as a prisoner of war. Oh. Uh, and it's believed that he died while a prisoner. Because oh, Because wow. there is okay. nothing. I could not even find the name of his
1: <laughs> father. Oh, wow. And, and mother. So... There's not a lot of information about him. They're really earlier
0: years rather. Yeah. Okay. So how he died, when he died, where he died, I-, I couldn't tell you. It is believed that he died a prisoner of war. Now mm-hmm. maybe he got out and was like, fuck that. Yeah, go I know do my
1: right. Are, Who wants to go home to eight kids? <laughs> right. Fuck that. God,
0: I'll pray for them every night, but I'm gonna do me. Okay, boo <laughs>
1: <laughs> I guess it was a lot easier just to, to disappear back then. Back then, yeah.
0: yeah. Um And so, you know, him being taken a prisoner of war at the time was considered an embarrassment to the family. Like, now... Really? I I can't think of one American who was ever a prisoner of war that that was an embarrassment. I mean, that to me is... uh, That's like,
1: man. That's That's mind-blowing. Why you would be considered an embarrassment versus a hero. Right. That's crazy. I
0: so, you know, he never came back. He died or he's mm-hmm. off doing he's He's in Thailand stuff, right on the beach. He's in France and Italy, yeah. you know, with some beautiful young maiden. Right. right. <laughs> with no kids. <laughs> with no kids. <laughs> um, but it, he left Kroll's mother to raise, you know, eight to nine children all alone and in extreme poverty. So at this point, she decides to move the family to a... Really small, really cramped two bedroom house. Oh my
1: God, uh, two bedrooms for eight kids or nine kids. Yeah. Oh God, that's just
0: trying to get away from the fighting and, and right. the war. And, you know, she's, I, I cannot imagine at that time w- when I think about that time, just from what I read sure. either in high school or along yeah. my travels in the last 30 years, it, it I mean, I, I just I picture them barefoot and torn clothing and oh, yeah, begging just, for bread in the streets, like
1: uh, just,
0: like the Hunger Games poverty. <laughs> yeah, that's awful. Um, so, but you know, she Kroll's mother did the best that she could. Little to no income coming in, and the eight or nine children that she had to deal with. Kroll ended up dropping out of school in 1948. He would. <clears throat> have been about in the fourth grade and mm-hmm. that was the extent of
1: his education now, oh, oh, now if okay. you're doing
0: the math we know that he's 15
1: yep and in the fourth and grade only in the fourth grade yeah it doesn't sound like a real break kind of guy
0: well he had some issues clearly, clearly. <laughs> um his environment couldn't you know his home life wasn't good
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh and 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 even just and not having money mm-hmm. and having a, a happy home life, I think, is different than not having not having money and then constantly being ridiculed or picked on as a child. You know, you can be poor and have a lot of love. Oh, yeah. And still impactful, mm-hmm. um,
1: but... Not to the extent that yeah. it was for him. Yeah.
0: Like I said, picked on, ridiculed, and he had a low IQ. Now, his IQ was not tested until the late 70s, early 80s after he was captured. Um, but when he when they did test it, it was a 76. And so, and it was also in Germany. And Mm -hmm. like I said, the late '70s and the the early '80s. So there's a couple of things that I want to mention here. That's that's important because over the years, especially since then, this test is intelligence test has changes every Mm -hmm. few years. Each country has their own questions and it's governed differently. Yeah, that's so weird here in the United States. Right. So, um, and and it's not the only way to tell intelligence. Um, there's no such thing as a universal intelligence test.
1: Oh, that's good to know. I didn't know that. I didn't either. Until I thought I it was all, I thought it was just universal. universal. Okay. Yeah. So
0: basically what that means is your test results would vary from country to country. So he maybe tested 76 in Germany or did test 76 in Germany, but he may have tested I don't know, 64 here. It could have been sure. completely different. Okay. And like I said, every few years, the benchmark numbers that are view and the, vi- the benchmark numbers are reviewed and they're potentially changed so an IQ of 76 in Germany in the late 70s and 80s would look a lot different than it, it would today mm-hmm. and it's extremely controversial because the ceiling for mentally challenged a mentally challenged person can be 75 or 80 depending on who you talk to. When I say who you talk to, I mean the the specialized, the, the therapists and the doctors. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Okay. okay.
0: Not just random people on the street.
1: <laughs> You're stupid. <laughs> 43. <laughs> That's awful. <laughs> and
0: generally, from what I could find, between 70 and 80 was slash is considered mentally challenged. Oh, really? And, okay. Right. And Kroll was equivalent and when they caught him mm-hmm. was equivalent mentally to a nine or 10 year old child. No shit.
1: Yeah. No way. Which, which
0: gets me thinking,
1: but, but how did this guy get away? I was going to say, how the fuck did he pull off all the, all the murders or that's makes no sense to yeah. me, but okay.
0: Yeah. And, and yeah, I think this like, I, I find it extremely interesting that he was able to elude capture for over 20 years. Right. He wasn't that Maybe you're just well.
1: I mean, I was gonna say you're maybe just intelligent in a well, bad way.
0: Here's here's what I think. He he definitely the intelligence part. Mm-hmm. Um, he reminded me very much like a like he's just a mousy man. He was people don't look at him and you don't think serial killer. He was you know and he preyed on children and and women primarily. And right. he wouldn't stay in a situation. He never wanted to fight. If he couldn't immediately get the upper hand, he was out. Okay. Um, okay, so just a, a quick recap. Cor- uh, cr- corn. Kroll <laughs> is born into extreme poverty. Oh, he's hideous. Yeah. I just had to
1: look him up. He's so
0: ugly. Yeah. He looks like a troll. <laughs> he's born into extreme poverty and really just bad time Ooh. at the beginning of the Nazi party. The disruption of war would have been hard on anyone, right? Mm-hmm. Um, he's mentally challenged. Some reports indicated that he couldn't read even into adulthood. Very small child, very introverted, a Mm -hmm. bedwetter. He's picked on by his family, friends, and community. And he drops out of school at the age of 15, only have completed a third or fourth Fourth grade grade level. Right. Okay. And and here's some new information. Mm -hmm. But it was alleged that he tortured animals. Oh, no shit. Now, how to make... A serial killer right series
1: yeah no kidding <laughs> these are all not
0: every single one of them right yeah but there's a whole slew of things that we see when when we look at a serial killer's childhood we're like oh
1: yeah yep. well, here it They're is killing animals you're gonna die
0: yep I have friends where I'm like that is yeah. the baby serial killer
1: right, right? <laughs> that's awful though I mean you think about it there's only. Like a handful of things. There's a common theme. One of them is killing animals. One and of them torturing, yeah. Torturing animals. Just the sociopathic behavior of, well, and I don't know, how do you, what? I always wonder, like, look at my kids and go, God, are you going to be a sociopath? I, I had to quit doing
0: that with mine. I'm like, it's done. Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. Just blame it on mom. Send me the bill. Fine. <laughs>
1: You know, you always wonder. I mean, maybe I'm the only one that does that. No, you're not.
0: And and here's one of the things that I always say. You do the best you can. And, and I don't mean you, you abuse your children. Oh, right, I mean, right, right. you do the best that you can because and then ultimately you don't know if you've done a good job until they're 30 or 35 years old and
1: they're either addicted to heroin in jail or, you know, killing people, killing people and babies or, or they're just living a cannibals. wonderful life. You know, you know. I don't know. I guess we'll find out when I'm when they're thirty five. Fingers crossed.
0: <laughs> maybe I won't be around. Oh God, don't say that.
1: I'm joking. I'm joking. Uh,
0: okay. So after he drops out of school, he begins to work as a farm hand in one of the local farms, and this is where he really begins to develop his taste for murder. Mm-hmm. Uh, it really wakes up that appetite, and and in kind of a sick, sickening way. So. Mm-hmm. Kroll said during interrogations that while he was working as a farm hand, he witnessed animals being slaughtered and it awakened his sex drive, quote unquote. Oh. So it was mainly pigs. Um, and I can't I don't I have seen pigs be, be slaughtered before, but in the 50s in Germany, I don't know how that's probably was 100 times grosser and more gruesome than
1: I've seen. I don't know how it would be a sexual turn on. But it was what a blood. Oh, the
0: blood.
1: The blood and then the crying of the pig that. Well, it sounds like he got his emotional. Got him aroused. Well, I was going to say, but it sounds like an emotional. I mean, uh, uh, I don't know. Like the wires in his brain got crossed, you know? Like you should feel some, you should feel remorse, yet it was stimulating.
0: Yeah. And so he's maybe he goes on to say that it, oh, from that point, girls. From that point on, he really could not control his sex drive and his bloodlust. And now they go hand in hand for him.
1: Yeah. gross.
0: The, hand in hand,
1: which is... How, how would you describe that on a Tinder post?
0: Like... <laughs> I'm Kroll. I would just put his picture walk Joaquin Kroll. That's all I would do. Call a lady interested. How many times, you know, we should do that. I bet you we're going to have like 50 <laughs> dumb bitches that would message us and be like, you look so sexy. Do you have money? Is your car nice? <laughs> <laughs> can, you take, can you take me to the Bahamas?
1: I'm going to take you to dinner and we're going to have some butt
0: some fried stuff. Some fried thighs.
1: Some fried thighs. <laughs> so, and, and Kroll
0: was definitely a sexual man, but a small, not very intelligent man. Yeah. You can look at him and tell him he's stupid. Yeah. And some of the pictures you can see where he was trying to, and we'll post those where he was trying to stage um, using a female police officer, how he would have attacked mm-hmm. a victim. And Kroll was like smaller than the petite, yeah, he looks Police like officer. yeah. I was, I was gonna like, say he
1: looks super little. Looks like a ten year old boy,
0: bald ten yeah. year old boy. Um, he tried to have romantic relationships with women. He was not successful. He <laughs> <laughs> apparently no. right, was it his looks? <laughs> imagine. <laughs> apparently, he did have one girlfriend, and, and uh, it was like anonymous, right? I don't know if she wanted to she, give I her name, know, right?
1: I would have been like, no, no not me. No.
0: But later he said that he felt very inadequate and awkward with women sexually. And he described the one and only sexual encounter with a living with. I like how he put it with a living. I woman, was just going to
1: say keyword word failure. living. Yep. Oh, so his
0: one only sexual encounter with a living female was a, an, a failure. That's and gross. So in his fucked up deranged mind, he decided he would only have sex with someone who could not complain about his
1: performance. So somebody who was dead or mute. <laughs> yeah. 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 My only requirements, um, dead or mute.
0: <laughs> and slash or. Yeah.
1: I didn't say both.
0: <laughs> Come on, give me those digits. <laughs> so on January 21st, 1955, uh, Kroll was around 22 years old and he was still living with his mother mm-hmm. and his mother, um, pretty quickly, like almost abruptly dies. She, like, I don't get the sense that she was sick and she, you know, she was hanging by a thread for weeks or months or anything mm-hmm. like that. It was, it was pretty sudden and Kroll essentially said that he felt like, you know, um, he had lost a large piece, part of him, you know, his his mother, <laughs> they had been together his entire life. Mm-hmm. When that happened, all of the siblings split went their separate ways and they never kept in contact.
1: You're kidding. They just kidding. lost touch of each other. Yeah. How weird.
0: Yeah. Six, eight, nine, eight to nine brothers and sisters and mom dies and- They're all like deuces. Peace out. Interesting. And so with his mother dead and- <clears throat> I don't know to what extent the siblings were communicating prior to his mother passing. Mm-hmm. That's completely gone now. Right. Kroll decides to move to Duisburg, Germany. Okay. Now, I don't know where that
1: is, but I don't either. It's in Germany. It's in Germany. I'm I'm, I'm horrible with geography. Yeah. So yeah. Okay. But so
0: now Kroll Kroll was able to easily make friends with local children. They can relate to him, right? He's simple minded. He's got a small frame and he's also working that angle. He would give them they, more oftentimes more often than not. When the young children would hang out with Cole, mm-hmm. he would give them dolls. He would give them candy.
1: Oh, so it was like, nice. Yeah, it was. No lovely. wonder they liked him.
0: Yeah. Um, <clears throat> And he was known to to Uncle. He was known as Uncle Joaquin to the local kids at that time. And then, and then, of course, it's perfect, right? He's mm-hmm. he's in his mind, kind of staging yep. this. He he's he's foreshadowing a little bit. Yeah, definitely. Closer to those young children, the the smaller the better, and and typically little girls. He didn't, he, he did kill a couple, one man, a few men, we'll get into that. But he preferred women mm-hmm. and young children, female children. Ugh. So in February of 1955, Kroll has had it and he cannot fight his urges anymore. He abducts a very attractive young woman, 19 years old, by the name of Ermgard Strell. He asks her if she would like to go for a walk in the woods. Oh, yeah. Women are not women weren't threatened by him uh, because of his size and his childlike demeanor. It would almost be like you you think you're probably helping a mentally challenged person. You think you're doing good. And then, bam, but no good deed goes unpunished. I just want to put there's a plug there.
1: Well, if anybody and some strange man says, hey, you want to go? For a walk in the woods, I'm sure as fuck I'm not going to say yes. The only thing
0: I can think of
1: is she knew him. She was familiar, at least, oh,
0: this is Uncle Joaquin who gives all the kids right. candy. He, maybe he's lost or forgot his way. That's all I got. <laughs> forgot his way. So he, he strangles her. Yeah. He cuts open her stomach to oh. show the contents of... And of of what's in there and that's from his farmhand days. Mm-hmm. And then he rapes her. <gasps> after after he's killed her. Oh and then God. he he masturbates <gasps> over her body. Now, oh
1: I, gross.
0: Now <clears throat> her body is later found um in a barn. But I, I want to pause I wanna no, I want to just talk a little bit more about this because I've never heard of somebody who has it was so sexually turned on than Kroll. Yeah. Because he, masturbates over these women. Gross. And there's an there's exorbitant amount of semen. Then so then much really. so they don't think it's one person. They think it's a gang of of people.
1: Oh my god! Because he had that much jizz, like locked and loaded. <laughs> he is that
0: turned on. He is that turned on by this act.
1: How could you and have that much? Because he, he's, he's because that that's what gets him going. Did he have like this balls the size of? Got nothing, on the balls. Balls. Got nothing on the balls. <laughs> but
0: as if this isn't sick enough, when he gets home, uh-huh. when he gets home and he would do this often after a kill, he would pleasure himself with his rubber sex doll Ew. while he was choking a small child's doll. Oh, my Jesus. he would later on say that, that he would use that as practice. He so you- used this rubber sex doll and these small dolls as practice, but he would continue to pleasure himself
1: oh my after he got home from a kill. That is I I he's got a lot of emotional issues. He's got a lot of all these issues. I know, but what I'm seeing is, is like somewhere in his brain, it was it was oh screwed up. Like he serious wires crossed. You know, like you get so frustrated that in your life and sex is the only thing you can control.
0: You know, you know what I, I mean? I mean, I can see maybe like, that's sporadic every, every now and then I need to go get crazy and do something, do some release nuts. Yeah. I, I can't imagine to this level.
1: Oh God. No, like this
0: is on high. This
1: is, yeah, this, <laughs> this is
0: like <is>, manic. Yeah. This <laughs> is fucked up. So it did not take long for arm to be found um, mm-hmm. she could, because she missed dinner time. Right. Uh-huh. And her mother and father had immediately sent something was wrong. So they mm-hmm. didn't wait around. Like, look, <clears throat> baby's right. not home to eat. Something's not right. So right. they gathered a search party to help look for her. Mm hmm. And the search party included almost every able-bodied person in the area. They end up locating her around three o'clock the same day. And she was partially hidden by a branch with,
1: with snow on it. Oh, my God. Holy shit. This guy is disgusting. Yeah. I, I'm just that I can't get the picture of his mousy face. And, like, he looks like a troll whacking off. Like, I can't even – I'm going to have fucking it nightmares. It was
0: terrible. Um, so, when I, in my research, I found some, you know, a little more information that was conflicting. Something that stuck out for me um, were the dates between his first murder, Ermgard, mm-hmm. and the second victim, Erica. Kroll tells investigators that after his first kill, his fantasies are satisfied for about four years. What? Yeah.
1: That that was like a four-year placeholder. Well, that's the thing. So the
0: actual time frame between the first murder and the second murder great varies greatly depending on the source. Okay. Because I did find two other sources that said 12 months. So I, I think it's more likely four years, because that's where that's where most of the resources okay. most of my sources were were indicating either way between 12 months and 4 years i'm going to roll with the 4 year because that's how my dates are going to align okay um but but they pass and the four the, the four years he claims he really didn't kill anybody um so he wasn't killing extremely frequently at this time i'm not trying to say the first killing ever and once mm-hmm. isn't terrible but he wasn't killing very frequently. He gets to where he kills. Okay.
1: So four years and he's four like, years like, he's starting to get the whatever itch. Creepy Joaquin the does. The four year itch. The four year itch.
0: So his next victim, Erica Sculter was a 12 year old girl. When Kroll abducted her, strangled her, mutilated her and raped her. Now, again, the, the excessive amount of semen that they found at her, on her body yeah. when, when she was found continues to
1: confuse to, to, people.
0: Confu- well, th- the police <laughs> think that there was just a group of men. men. Yeah. They, they did not think it was one person. <coughs> right. So a single person like Kroll isn't gonna stand out. Mm-hmm. They're looking for, in their mind, the gang rape murders. Okay,
1: right? yeah. No. So
0: they're looking for multiple people.
1: Mm-hmm. And while
0: um Kroll eventually does admit to her murder, he's never charged during his trial because they did not have uh, enough evidence against him. All they had was his confession. But there were no other suspects. no one else was ever charged. So this unfortunately is one of those things as a parent, you know, you yeah, I can't imagine you ever get closure,
1: mm-hmm. but you just lose. I can't imagine her poor parents, and then just knowing that he probably did it, and he's just not even going to be punished for it. Yeah, that's awful.
0: So at this time, Kroll has murdered two women by strang or you know, yeah, strangulation, a young woman and a child. Yeah, by strangling by strangling them, he's mutilating the bodies, he's raping them when they're dead, he's masturbating all over them after he's killed them. And then he's going home each time
1: to play with his dolls,
0: to pleasure himself with his dolls because he is not satisfied. Um, And of course these bodies are being discovered and investigated, but the police are not linking these murders. Mm -hmm. So something else, and this is where Kroll reminds me a little bit of Israel Keys. If you remember, Israel didn't, he Found his victims away from home. Yeah, yeah. And that's what Kroll does. Uh, Kroll goes now. Kroll doesn't go all over Germany. He just goes to the neighboring counties. Okay. So he'll, he'll hop on a tram and go two hours and
1: kill somebody, you know, kill somebody and then Okay. Yeah. Okay.
0: <clears throat> that said, he continues on his killing spree. Um, his next victim is Clara Tesmer on Ju- on June 16th of 1959. Kroll attacks her on a bridge over the Rhine river river by grabbing her arm. She reacted very badly. (laughs) I I was going to say who wouldn't. And they begin to struggle. So they're struggling on this bridge. They're kind of going back and forth. Mm -hmm. They're making their way off the bridge and Kroll decides this is too much, and he smashes her head.
1: Oh, my goodness. And
0: they both roll down the side of, you know, kind of just down the road and off into the grass a little bit. Uh-huh. And while they're rolling and while they're struggling, and I just, this is so bad it me a laugh, Kroll is trying to undress her while they're fighting. What the fuck? He's trying to undress her during
1: the fight and eventually ends up strangling her. Good night. Yeah. What a sick butt! I mean, he's got some balls, too. I mean, in the open. Of an animal. Yeah. Just an animal. Who does that? Like, oh, as we're rolling down and you're trying to pull off my fucking bro.
0: Yeah. Strangles her, cuts her stomach open, rapes her, <sighs> masturbates on her. Ugh. But this time he decides to take it to the next level. So this is the first time that he decided, quote unquote, on a whim mm-hmm. to take a piece of her home. He, so he cuts flesh off of her butt and her thighs. He wraps them up in a piece of her clothing that he tore off of her. Okay. And he takes it home to cook for dinner later.
1: I mean, he's hungry. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and I guess at that that's time, My he bad. Was, what, 53 cents a pound and that's just too much. I'm sorry. I mean, all that struggling and rolling down fucking hills and trying to take people's clothes off. I'm Fucking worked up an appetite, I guess. <laughs>
0: so While searching for Clara's killer and assuming this was only a single incident, because, again, the police are not connecting them. They're in different, they're in neighboring counties, Mm -hmm. but different counties. Sure. The police zero in on Heinrich. Heinrich, thank you, Ott. So he's a 37-year-old mechanic. The police has had suspected him of other murders, not ones that they not the ones that we just talked okay, about, right? Okay. But it was said Kroll was likely the murderer. Unfortunately, huh. Ott hung himself in jail before the trial even began. And that was all the proof the police needed that they thought they yeah. had found the correct killer. I was going
1: to say, you know, the guilt of not hang myself. Right. And
0: so yeah. he, he, here's what I'm going to tell you. If I'm arrested for something I didn't do, it's going to have to be really bad for me to kill myself. Yeah, I was going to say- like Mm-hmm. That's all the evidence you need that I did this. No, ma'am. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not today, Satan. No, not
1: today, Satan.
0: <laughs> so meanwhile, Kroll was never going to confess to any of these murders, um, meaning he's not going to come up out of the blue and say, oh, that's me. You got the wrong guy. Right. Yeah. So he, you know, he kind of lets this guy take the fall. Something else that is important to mention here, um, unlike any serial killer, maybe not any, but most that I've researched, mm-hmm. he does not follow the news. Doesn't so he, care, doesn't want to know, doesn't read the newspaper, doesn't know if they've been found, doesn't know No anything. kidding. So right. he
1: just, well, that's kind of weird. I guess he didn't care about the fame he of has, it all.
0: He has, and I'll talk a little bit about it as we get closer to the end of the story, but he has just no interest. After the deed is done, no interest. Hmm. So researchers who have studied Kroll's psychology mm-hmm. have said that he is... That his self-awareness and methodical ways of selecting victims point to him having a higher IQ
1: than, than I, the 76 that we spoke about before. I was going to say, do you think that's something that he could have faked? Absolutely. Low, you know, low self low I, IQ. I think so. I
0: um, don't know how
1: you fake that.
0: But I think I once, once we hear everything, I, I'm really, I'm at the point now where I think he really was very simple-minded. Um, <clears throat> but... What is the word? (laughs) Instinctual. This was instinctual to him for me is what I picked up on. Mm -hmm. Um, Kroll was also another serial killer that traveled to different towns to find victims. Like we said, you know, Israel keys did and he mainly murdered women and girls, but didn't really stick to a particular age group. Mm -hmm. So young Children, female children, young women, and some on the more elderly side. Oh, God. Um, He does, though, intentionally kill one man. And we'll we'll get to that in just a few minutes. But by this time, Kroll's appetite is becoming insatiable. And he attacks yet another girl, 16-year-old Manuela. He strangles, mutilates, rapes her corpse masturbates over her dead body like he's done before and then he ejaculates on her face and her hair he apparently ejaculated so much on her body Mm -hmm. that it was considered extremely excessive Um, and this is really where they start to think that this is gang related activity
1: so i'm going to ask a dumb question you may not know this but like when we say ejaculated an extreme amount. Is it like one load, or is it like I've masturbated? My God, like I have no way of knowing that. You know, like, I'm just I thinking. Think. I didn't know. It. I think he's
0: probably over and over. I think. He's, okay, yeah, that's. I think he's finishing. At the waiting a minute and then maybe doing it again over her stomach. That's where I was that's what I'm thinking.
1: Because I'm like, oh my god, maybe I don't think it's a medical problem.
0: (laughs) No, I think he's he's, here's the thing, because he's so aroused, he's going home again and playing with his dolls. So he's he he's continuing to have an erection. So he's continuing to try to So if it lasts longer than four hours, man, maybe he he should have
1: gone to the doctor.
0: Um (laughs) And then, you know, he also removes part of her butt and her thighs. And this again. Being, yeah. Okay. So, he, so this, this is starting to become part of his ritual for him. Yeah. Okay. Eating, eating his uh, part of his victim and the younger, the more tender. Um, and so he, he does that to take it home and to cook it for later. So again, investigators notice the excessive amount of semen at the crime scenes and are now contributing these attacks and murders to a group or a gang. Um, book, booking them officially as the gang rape murders. So, so now they've officially are being classified as gang rape. And murder. they think it's more than one person. And now, and they okay. don't have any sort of, you know, I don't, at the time they didn't have DNA that would be able to tell that this, Hey, you no, know, this is all from one person. Right. <laughs> um, but <God>. these, <laughs> these deaths and these mutilations are generating an immense sex drive in, in Kroll. Now, six months after this murder, a 24-year-old man named Horst Otto walks into the local police station and confesses to Manuela's murder. So, and he had nothing to do with it, but this is kind of like they contributed this to those just crazy
1: people who are looking for fame. Yeah, I was going to say, so some guy walks in, says, say hey, I've done all this. Random dude. He only confessed
0: only confessed it. only confessed to manuela's murder okay. and of course the police are i cannot imagine what's going on in their mind it's almost like if there could be some sort of witch hunt there they Sure, yeah, yeah yeah but they arrest him on the spot later he recants his confession
1: this no. man
0: stays in prison and is convicted to serve eight years before being released.
1: Oh, my God. And for, he didn't
0: even do anything. He legit did not do anything. Maybe
1: he needed a place to stay.
0: Maybe. But then he was like,
1: my bad. I, I'm kidding. I didn't do this. Just <laughs> kidding.
0: JK. <laughs> so in 1960, Kroll takes a job as a toilet attendant. Now,
1: what the fuck is I a know, toilet? I attendant? I knew
0: you were going to fucking ask that question. I'm going with janitor.
1: Okay. Oh, okay. That's what I they call wrong. a toilet I attendant. don't
0: know what a toilet attendant is.
1: What? A toilet for one? Like, right this right. way. Right I, this I don't know if
0: it's a toilet attendant, like I'm going to show you to the restroom, but I don't think so because these apartments were kind of like hostel ish okay. So one floor would share one or two bathrooms on that floor. So they didn't okay. actually have a, a toilet, uh, you know, in, in each apartment. Okay. But he moves into the apartment that he will later be arrested in many, many years, right? Later. Okay. His landlord tells him if he brings in any young children, he's going to be kicked out because he had noticed him doing this on two separate occasions. He had noticed him playing with or being close to two small children.
1: That were there? That were there.
0: Okay. Okay. And the landlord was not having any of it. Gotcha. He knew it was a... He, I think he did. Yeah. In 1963, Kroll kills Barbara Bruder, 12-year-old girl. She's strangled. She's raped. She's on her way to the playground, but she never made it due to Kroll's abduction. Oh. Her body was never found, and Kroll was never convicted, even though he confessed to it.
1: So this is another another one. He keeps saying, "I've done There's- this shit," and they the cops arrested this other dude for no, you know, after he confessed. They're like, no, uh, they're not sticking but you, in with anything. Right. They, well, I mean, look at him. I know. He's weird looking. And they're probably like, yeah, no, yeah, this dude's already off mentally. Go home. Yeah, You're go saying. home.
0: Now, in the same damn year, Kroll is looking for a, yet another victim. And he finds her, 13 year old Petra Guys. Um, she was murdered on Easter Sunday. Oh,
1: my God. Yeah
0: in a heavily wooded area north of where Kroll lived. She was strangled and raped and uh, her body was later found in the bushes. And so she was at a fair Mm -hmm. with some friends and it's likely said that Kroll somehow enticed her either by candy or money or something sweet. I mean, she's 12, 13, she's 13. So I don't know that shit would happen nowadays, No but you know, in the sixties maybe, right? Um, Somehow he enticed her to leave her friends and she was found with both buttocks missing. So he cut off both, both sides of her butt cheeks and removed her entire left arm.
1: What the fuck was he going to do with the
0: arm? He's take he's taking things home and he's saving them for
1: meals. I mean, I'm not, this is a disgusting question, but like when you have to cure it and everything, I mean, do you just like throw it in a frying pan, fresh meat? Um, so
0: later on, we'll see that he was boiling some pieces, Okay, but I
1: got nothing. I'm just curious. I mean, now you like, we I kill a deer. Don't a you beard. have to cure the meat? No, you've got to process it. I'm not a hunter, so I don't know. So, but
0: So what they would do is they would, they would kill the animal. They would drain it yeah. of all the blood sure. and, then, and then processing is re- you know, removing the innards, the bones and cutting off the, the pieces of the meat that you want. Okay. But you know, if I'm thinking about cooking just regular meat, not people, mm-hmm. I do brine, I do season, I do marinate, I do all those types of things. I am only assuming that meat is meat is meat and you would probably want to do that.
1: I mean, I guess. Dinner. If you're cutting, if you're eating a person versus a rabbit.
0: Yeah. Okay. All right. So, but yeah, he's, he's, he's thought piling his freezer. What he, is, what he's doing? You know, he's,
1: he's he, waiting for Armageddon. He doesn't, he doesn't have a meat to buy shortage. Meat ever. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to hell. <laughs> so
0: now a 15, a 52 year old minor is arrested for Petra's murder. Okay. Um, a single man named. Kuhn, Mm -hmm. K-E, I'm sorry, K-U-E-H-N. There was sufficient evidence to suspect him. His vehicle is a, I'm going to mispronounce it, a Gogo Izar. So it's a cross between, at the time, it's a cross between a car and a motorcycle. Okay. And um, was seen around the area where the body was by a local farmer. So the police did some investigating. They found only 522 of these vehicles were in the area And out of all of those, one was issued to Kuhn. Yeah. And he was the only one. Apparently, they talked to everybody.
1: He was the only one without an alibi. Oh, my God. So uh, by process of elimination, they were like, oh, you you said you were at home. Yeah. Um, You did it. And
0: that's awful. Unfortunately for him he already had a record that could make him somewhat of a likely suspect for detectives. He was a convicted sex offender. And I don't mean, let me rephrase this. He was a child molester. Oh, okay. So he was very fond of little girls and had developed a method he would use repeatedly.
1: So he deserved to go to jail anyway. He
0: likely did, but he was already convicted. My, Uh I'm, I'm assuming he's already, he had at one time already served his time. Okay. Regardless. Still. So, (laughs) He would, so this method that he would use, this repeated method, he would wait on the little girls in parks. Uh, And you know what? I don't even know that it's only girls, it's just child. It could be young girls and boys. Mm -hmm. Um, He would wait on them in parks where. Wherever he could wait that provided him with access to the to the young girls and or boys, um, the ones that were allowed to go out without their parent supervision. Mm-hmm. He would entice them, you know, again, candy, money, coerce them into removing their panties. And they, he would talk them into allowing him to give the children lessons on how to masturbate. And then he would follow up by <laughs> masturbating himself. There's
1: some sick fuckers in this world.
0: Oh, my God. So... should be shot. You know, it goes on to say that very few girls came forward to accuse Kuhn of inappropriate acts, but the local police always believed the true number was higher than anyone knew. Mm -hmm. Kuhn took some sort of sick pride from never actually physically penetrating or hurting these young girls outside of their emotions, emotional and psychotic state. Mm -hmm. Uh, Maybe it eased his mind a little bit to believe that because he was not inserting them, he was right. not physically. He was just trying to with yeah. them. He was justifying his exactly that perversion. That was the reasoning which caused him to feel it was impossible for for authorities to believe that he was actually guilty of rape, <clears throat> murder, and manipulation. Mm-hmm. And there may be some truth to that. Like if you get down to <laughs> into court, and we're talking about that and whatever. Maybe.
1: Bottom line, he's a sick fuck. I was going to say, still a fucker. Yeah. He's a shit stain, so whatever. Yeah.
0: Another reason to believe Petra's death had been at someone else's hands beside Kuhn is mm-hmm. Kuhn had never touched a teenager. So this girl was too old for him. Oh, okay. He was not physically attracted to that, to the womanly attributes of a teenager um, or the mature female form. Mm-hmm. He liked little girls gross So gross
1: that's so gross
0: sick right he he's still gross may not be the guy that killed petra but he's doing some sick shit Mm
1: -hmm.
0: and you know the police weren't convinced they brought in specialists and they theorized he could potentially have gotten carried away and ended up raping her and murdering her in a fit of anger um that he just lost control realizing what he had done, tried to cover it up, naming him a sadistic sex murderer. And
1: there's, I think there's a case for that too.
0: We unfortunately already know
1: who, who did, who this, did it. Right? Yeah. But still, but uh,
0: it's still a gross dude.
1: No. Yeah. That guy sounds like a shit stain too. So,
0: and the, you know, the official postmortem indicated that Petra had been murdered, raped and mutilated, which is, um, cruel
1: well How and they, they didn't say, oh this chick's got the same amount of jizz as everybody else She, on had, she had semen on her body too. Yeah well, I mean to me that link right there is I think these cops are stupid.
0: I think that, <laughs> but I also think that they they're like we gotta we gotta arrest somebody, right? You know, I get the pressure acts yeah. drive you to wherever <laughs> they. Um, but so he was arrested. To And he was sentenced to 12 years in prison and had to undergo many psychiatric treatments designed to rid him of any unnatural interest in little girls. He was released from prison only after serving six years. And it is believed that he continued his pursuit of young girls after his release, but it could never be proven. Mm -hmm. But he (coughs) spent time in prison for killing Petra. So no two different men have been. Char- so I'm sorry. Now two different men have been charged with crimes that Kroll committed, and you know this guy's just a
1: just yeah a yeah no he get he gets he gets he got lucky he's getting lucky and lucky it's, by no one yeah pointing to him yeah and he's certainly not going to go oh no, no 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 guys that that was oh, me, I, me. I, I that was it. me You're that's good. me him
0: home. <laughs> yeah no that's not happening and in 1962. Man, 1962 is a very, very busy year for Kroll because he continues his murders rampage by killing yet another young girl, Hi. 13-year-old Monica Taffel. Kroll spotted her on her way to school in her ho- hometown of Walsham, which I think is a, is north from the area that he lived.
1: Okay. Um,
0: he, she was murdered in very much the same way. She was strangled, mutilated, raped. Um, he masturbated on parts of her body he you know he cut parts of her flesh away to take home Mm -hmm. and um eat later she was not hidden but was just lying in the woods like on the forest floor um and was discovered by a police helicopter so authorities quickly have a suspect for monica's killer 34 year old steel worker walter quicker now, Walter was married and very much wanted a daughter. He and his wife very much wanted children, um, and they wanted a little girl. The, the community came forward and said, hey, Quicker has had a fondness for little girls during their talks with the, with the police. Walter did admit to having fondness for little girls, but not in a sexual way at all. He said he and his wife wanted a daughter and they had been trying to conceive and they had just been unable to conceive. Now, my advice to any person with a penis is just stay the fuck away from any children, especially penis. little girls that aren't yours. I don't care. Just yeah, stay agreed. the fuck away.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, he vehemently... Denied having anything to do with Monica's murder and indicated that he never did anything inappropriate to any of the children. A matter of fact, the police did their due diligence and they went out and talked to every little girl they could find. And they all essentially said Quicker had not done anything inappropriate. Mm-hmm. Um, he was just being a nice guy.
1: Right. But Jesus, to have that I'm feeling horrible for this guy he's done nothing wrong this guy legit did nothing yeah he did absolutely nothing wrong but because he liked or or wanted a little girl with his wife he's automatically guilty well and so that's horrible
0: all this investigating ruins the police case against him but the community decided to take matters into their own hands they began to publicly shame him. They're spitting on him. Shops would no longer do business with him. Young children would come up behind him and call him names. And it was encouraged by their parents. And of course, his wife left him because of the humiliation. No
1: shit. That's awful. You- Holy shit. shit. Yeah. Right, Your life is ruined now because. Yeah. And for no reason. Absolutely no reason. None. None. Oh, poor so- guy.
0: On October 5th in 1962, Quicker walks into the woods with a clothesline and hangs himself (sighs) very near to the spot where Monica's body was found. And this (sighs) caused the police yet again to believe they had.
1: Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. God.
0: Now, of course, we know the real killer is Kroll. He's out there wandering free, guilty of the deaths of these two men. Yes. And additional. as the girls that he's actually killed
1: absolutely he's fucking ruining people's lives
0: yeah so it's at this time that kroll decides all right let me let's pump the brakes a little bit let me fly under the radar got a little too close to the sun
1: Mm -hmm. yeah so
0: there had been you know a lot of deaths in in 1962 so he just bumps along for three years. He doesn't kill anybody for three years.
1: Oh, okay. So, we get so we're starting to kind of I see, just-
0: again, like this not pattern pattern where he doesn't kill anybody for a few years. And then he just jumps off the fucking rails. Mm-hmm. And then now he's so very difficult, again, I would imagine to, especially without the science that we have today. Right. To track this person down. Oh, yeah. Well, and... August of 1965, a gentleman by the name of Herman and his fiance were at Lover's Lane, which is south of Dewisburg, which is where Kroll lived. Right, right. So Kroll left his apartment um, that day by tram, and he was in the area of Lover's Lane about nine o'clock that night. And While he was exiting the tram, he was hoping that there would be an opportunity that would present himself, present itself so that he could- claim his next victim so to speak um and it it didn't happen he waited the right person didn't come along the 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 stars didn't align for him there when so when that happened he remembered the lake at lover's lane when he got there he was in a little bit of a sexual frenzy because lover's lane is of course lover's lane and there's cars parked Sporadically, but you know what the you know
1: what they're doing in the car. I was gonna right? say they're 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 having sexual encounters. Yeah. So
0: he's remembering when when he was younger, mm-hmm. apparently he would go to Lovers Lane and he would watch the people have sex in their car and then he would masturbate outside of the car. Oh
1: God, this guy is so mute.
0: So he sees Herman and his fiance. Um, her name is Marion. And they're, of course, unaware that they're being watched. And he immediately decided that he wanted to rape Marion, Herman's fiance. Oh, my goodness. So, so Kroll decides that he's got to get rid of Herman. Herman is in the way, and he wants Marion. So he cuts a tire with the knife that he's carried with him in hopes that it forces Herman out of the car to to fix it. Um, and this would give Kroll a chance to attack Herman, get rid of him, and then have his way with Marion. Oh, God. But it didn't work. Thank so God. So <laughs> Herman, they finish up. Herman drives off but was not familiar with the area. And so he turns the wrong way. So instead of turning left to leave, he turns right in this kind of a dead-end area. Well, he turns the car around. And in him doing that, that gives Kroll enough time to just kind of stand in the road attempting to flag them down as if he needs help. So Herman goes up to him, they park, he gets out of the car. Herman is not intimidated by Kroll at all. He sensed absolutely no danger. So he gets out to see if he could help while they're exchanging words. Kroll pulls out a knife and stabs Herman several times. Oh my goodness. With the first stab wound, really not... It nicked his heart. So it didn't mm-hmm. you know, go through. He didn't die instantly. But he... He was gonna. He was... Yeah. So now, Kroll changes focus to Marion, who he wanted all along. Marion is very quick-witted. She hops into that driver's seat. She shuts the door, and she fucking hits the gas. Good for and her. And she drives, and she's trying to roll over Kroll. Then she's like, her. hey... My baby's back there. She takes a bobby pin out of her head mm-hmm. and she crams it into the horn. So it continuously blows. So she oh, good so for So it's applying the pressure that needs for it to stay on. Right. And then, of course, Kroll doesn't want any part of this. This is already too crazy for him. He just dips out. Takes Deuces. Off. Yeah.
1: Well, good for her, though. So Herman
0: um, was officially Kroll's only male victim and he died And the woman. Um, you know, in the arms of the woman that he adored. So, Mary gets out of the car. She runs back over to him. She's holding his head in her lap. Oh, God,
1: and, that's horrible. Aww. And the, he
0: couldn't even say any words. He just mumbled and gurgled until... He died? Yeah, until he died. And unfortunately, this case made its way to the cold case files. There were there were very little leads. And Marion had a really hard time describing Kroll. Um, it was dark. The fight the light of the headlights of the of the car nothing really gave her enough information to relay sure so even a picture could be drawn right um and it stayed as a cold case file until kroll was arrested many and, he, and he
1: confessed mm-hmm. oh my god yeah so he killed a dude for no reason mm-hmm. just to get like attack this woman who like outsmarted him. I was going to say he totally outsmarted him. I mean, he was stupid.
0: Now, Cole's next crime is in uh, September of 1966. It's a Tuesday afternoon. After leaving work, he yet again boards another train toward the town of Marl. It's about 40 miles north of Duisburg, And once there, he immediately begins prowling for a victim. And he was having no luck. So he goes to a park And he hides. And in doing so, he becomes so aroused that he decides that he is going to take the next female that walks by. He's not going to wait on a particular age range. He's just going to snag whoever he can. And that unlucky person was Ursula Rawling, who had just left an ice cream shop where she was spending time with her fiance, and they were talking about their their wedding. Uh So it was said that the fiance and her talked um he he thought he could he was gonna walk he suggested walking her home and she said no I'll be fine I'm just a couple minutes up the road it'll be fine well she took a shortcut through the park
1: oh never take the shortcut I
0: know so Kroll's statement to police was you know I saw a woman in the park she was young with short hair I spoke to her then I grabbed her around the neck with my right arm and dragged her into the bushes I threw her on the ground." on her back and strangled her. So then when they asked her, Hey, why, why did you choke her her death? Why did you choke her to death? Kroll just said, she could have fought me. Then I couldn't have done it. I mean, I couldn't have done it. Meaning, you know, raped her anyway. She could have told it was me. I choked her until she stopped moving Then I took off her pants and other things. And I did it to her. Mm. I left her lying there and took the train back to Duisburg. When I got home, I was still hot. And I had it with the doll and did it with my hand a couple of times.
1: Oh, my God. This guy is insatiable. It's like he just can't get enough. And that's just not sexy talk. No, it's not. <laughs> that is not sexy talk. <laughs> I, mean, I definitely don't want to have that whispered in my I ear at night. Thank you. Thanks. No, thank you. Let's do it with the doll. No.
0: <laughs> A noteworthy attribute of Krolls, you know, once he was finished mm-hmm. doing whatever he wanted to do with his victims, he was completely done with them. This is what I was saying earlier that he he lost interest. That is, you know, that's unlike many other ser- serial killers. Typically, they'll watch the news.
1: Yeah, they want to see. Cry, they
0: want to see something. They yeah. want that. It's almost like a second arousal for them. Um in some, some ways, but not Kroll. Not he Kroll. He's not got his dolls. Didn't care. Did got not his care. Dolls. So this is another reason that it made it extremely difficult to, you know, for Kroll to remember his crimes. Um, oh, he couldn't, you know, he, he just had very little interest in his victims. Most of the time he didn't know their names and he had little to no fear of the police learning this, which kind of goes me, makes me think a little bit more about his IQ And, you know, what truly he would have been diagnosed with.
1: Yeah, that's interesting. He's a different case altogether. You know, a lot of them want that. I'm not saying they're not sick in the head, but, you know, they want the fame. They want the attention. They want, you know, this guy.
0: It's interesting. So even if Kroll on a whim would have decided to check the newspapers the very next day, he would not have seen anything reported on Ursula. She had not even been reported missing the next day. Once her parents realized that she had not returned home, they phoned her fiancé, Adolph, um, who was, who she was with at the ice cream shop. And then it was only after that conversation that they decided to contact the police. And then her body was found two days later by a park employee.
1: Oh my gosh. So why, I mean, did Adolf not? Oh, he felt terrible. Is that what you're going to ask? Well, no, I was going to say, didn't he think she was missing? Yeah.
0: Yeah. So the parents, well, no, she lived with her parents. Okay. So she was going home. So the next day they woke up and realized that, that she Arsenal never came home. home. Okay. Gotcha. So the first thing they do is call Adolph because, hey, yo, bro. Yeah.
1: Where's my daughter she was
0: with you last night. Where is she? Mm-hmm. And then, oh, sorry. Last time I saw her was blah, 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 whatever. And then they called the police. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, so then, you know, poor Adolph. Being the last person to see Ursula alive was immediately detained. Oh, shut up. Uncool. He was held under continuous interrogation for three weeks. His story never wavered and it never changed. When questioned, he would repeat, why would I kill her? We were going to be married. I loved her. Why why would I do such a thing? Oh, shit. The police would respond and say, you do that for sex. She refused to let you have sex with her. So you raped her and you killed her. But Ursula and Adolf were already known to have sex. And that was uh, corroborated by her friends. Uh, right. The police ignored that bit of information and continued on their <sighs> own investigation. And they 100% believed that he committed the murder.
1: Oh, my God. All these people are getting blamed for which, this. Which time? Yeah, this is insane.
0: So eventually they didn't have any evidence. Good. Eventually, whatever that statue is, you know, three weeks, seventy-two hours, whatever it is, they had to release him because they had no evidence c- to continue to hold him. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, like Walter Quicker before him, Adolf dealt with the police and the community believing he committed this murder. He was ostracized, chased out of town, and he was chased out of town in January nineteen seventy-six. He was depressed. By his I mean, fiance. sixty-seven. Yes.
1: 1967. <laughs> That's what you said earlier. That's what I said. Yeah. Sure.
0: He was chased out of town in January of 1967. He was depressed by his fiance's death, accusations against him, um, and he drowned himself in the river four months after her murder.
1: Oh, my God. This is so depressing. So now, right, so with so a little help from the police and the
0: community. God, it's like... How am Crowell's responsible for the death of a third man.
1: Good night. This motherfucker. This yeah. is crazy. All these people are being... It's like, And no one's even suspecting this little troll.
0: No. It just Shit. it me
1: off. God bless.
0: So, now there's a little five-year-old girl, Ilana Hark. She was the test subject. Don't you like the way that's worded? Test subject? For a spur-of-the-moment curiosity killing that cruel
1: head. Oh God, I can't even, he wondered what it would be like to try on
0: someone. So he's getting,
1: mm.
0: you know, his, his regular craziness, which is fucking crazy. is not enough for him now. Right. Yeah, he's, he's branching out. He's, he's branching out. Um, so he abducted the little girl in Essen, um, you know, winning her over with candy or a doll, or she's five. He probably just talked with her like he did. You mm-hmm. know, they don't really know how, He learned how he lured them. Mm -hmm. It is, it is known that he didn't really abduct them. That was too much trouble for him. He wanted them to come willingly. So he's not a snatcher, right? Um, yeah. So he, he won her over somehow, um, and took her on a train to another town. And I'm going to butcher this, but Whoopertal.
1: That's what it looks like to me. Whoopertal.
0: Yeah. So, you know, he, and there he drowned little Ilana afterwards. He raped her body. Five years old, oh, cut oh. several pounds of flesh from her shoulders and butt and took them home to eat. And then her remains were found in December of 1966.
1: Oh, my God. The poor baby. Five years old. God, I can't imagine. Oh, that gives me chills. So
0: remember when Kroll failed to kill Marion? Mm-hmm. Um, at Lover's Lane, he experienced failure once again in 1967. And this time it was a 10-year-old girl named Gabrielle. Um, Kroll had set his sights on her. She had already known Kroll or knew of him as Uncle Joaquin. So she lived in the town of Groffenhausen. Mm -hmm. And Kroll lived in the nearby town of Groffenwald. I feel like I'm in a Harry Potter episode. I know.
1: <laughs> That's funny. I know shit about Harry Potter outside that they play with a golden snitch. Oh. Hmm. Isn't that what that is? Yes, it is. <laughs> I made it sound sexual though, did. didn't I? I don't
0: know how that happened, but it did. Okay, so it was Thursday when Kroll decided to target Gabrielle in the country that lies between their two towns. Kroll had taken sickly took sick leave from work. Hey, boss, I'm going to call in. Or I don't even know what do you do. Do you, do you like SOS them or do you, PTO?
1: PTO for right? Like, what do you do? I'm then? taking off. I got to go kill somebody. So he
0: takes time off of work. Mm-hmm. And Gabrielle had just gotten done with her school day. So usually when young girls went on walks with uncle Joaquin, they came home safe to their parents. So typically When he was taking them, you know, I don't feel like he was, I don't necessarily believe he was targeting those victims, those people, those little children. I think they were more like practice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like, do they like the candy? Do they like the dolls? Mm -hmm. What is, you know, what do they like to talk about? Right. Right. Um, So, typically, they would come home safely to their parents, though usually full of ice cream or candy or maybe a little bit of cash. Mm. Uh, Kroll exercised extreme caution in who he preyed upon and when. So, it's very likely that if a girl's family knew he had gone on a walk with them, um, he would fall under their suspicion. um, If anything anything would be Yeah. So, during this afternoon in June, however, Kroll, you know, cast these worries aside. Um, and or assume that nobody knew he had gone on a walk with Gabrielle.
1: Oh, no.
0: So during their stroll between these two towns in the woods or on this path, they reached a point where nobody was in sight around them. Kroll knew it was safe to act on his urges and he grabbed Gabrielle by the hand and he drug her into by, you know um, into a nearby wheat field mm-hmm. telling her that he had something to show her. Now, once they were away from the road, Kroll produced a collection of pornographic cartoon books. Gabriel, because
1: kids like cartoons. Right. <laughs> so
0: this, you know, Gabriel was puzzled at first, but then once she realized what she was looking at, mm-hmm. she became extremely and horribly embarrassed. And she just tossed her hands into her face and covered up her eyes. Um, and then she felt Kroll's hand on her shoulder. And Groll, I'm sorry, Gabrielle was not at all frightened by his actions, nor did she believe that he was going to hurt her in any way. But she was embarrassed and ashamed and just, you know, freaked out, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, and she ran away. She just took
1: off and ran. She was like, Peace out. She you freak.
0: called as, as fast as she could. did not pass go, did not collect $200. She went home. Kroll made no attempt to chase her because again, that's not what he does.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, She did not stop running until she got home and she never went near uncle Joaquin again. She was mortified by the incident. She never told a soul about what happened. No way. It was only after he was arrested Mm -hmm. and exposed years later as a murderer that she decided to tell her story. She came out. Yeah. And Mm. can you imagine how lucky? No shit. Not knowing.
1: She had no clue how lucky she was. Yeah. No doubt. Oh, my God. I'd have to go to therapy after that.
0: So our next victim, Kroll's next victim, I guess we should say, 61-year-old Maria Hetkin was not as lucky. Mm -hmm. Um, She was killed in July in 1969. So Kroll came and knocked at her door. And she opened it, and there was Kroll. And like the others, he he came in, he strangled her, he raped her. This was an an older woman. This was, I think, his oldest victim. Like
1: freaking the Grim Reaper, like, don't to the fucking door. And she was a heavyset woman. Uh
0: Um, Not, you know, extremely gross, but just, you know, heavyset. He did not take any of her flesh. And, um, you know, he left her body in the front hallway, uh, just outside of her door.
1: All right. Uh, he he her, just likes the her. younger ones.
0: You know, jacks yep. off over her. Oh, and then, God.
1: I mean, he's just disgusting. disgusting. Yeah, I know. It's just, I told you, I can't get his fucking face out of my head. It's so gross.
0: This guy has seen in however many years, uh-huh. if I were to see a portion of that in real life, it would haunt me forever.
1: No shit.
0: So on May 19th in 1970, 13-year-old Jutta Ron was attacked by Kroll on her way home from school. It was a rainy afternoon. She lived um, near a town called Grossenbaum mm-hmm. where Herman Schmitz had been stabbed and killed. So the guy in Lover's Lane. Right? Okay. Yeah. Kroll spotted her at a, rail- a railway station, followed her into the woods, Grabbed her, drug her deeper into the forest, strangled her to death, removed her clothing, raped her dead body, masturbated all over it. You know, typical, awesome, fun stuff. And then suddenly. It's a cruel special, right? Suddenly he said he was felt by a, an, odd, felt an odd feeling that perhaps she wasn't dead. So he took her bra, it was a red bra, and he tightened it around her neck and just held it there. Um, and left it tied around her neck until it, he was certain that, that she was dead. Now, I didn't say – it didn't say if she moved or sighed or – He just thought she was alive. Maybe she was starting to wake up because mm-hmm. he had never – I haven't, haven't read that's The only person he's done that to. Yeah, um, He was so certain that all of his other victims were dead. Mm-hmm. And the ones that got away, he 100% knew it gotten away. Mm-hmm. So Jenna's father and neighbor searched for her for six hours after she failed to come home from school. And, like, I could not imagine – her father found
1: her just like her nude body, yep, with her that's bra, awful. lifeless little. Can you imagine body. being a father and walking up on that?
0: I don't know if I would. If I, I don't know if I saw it and I'm like, that's I don't know that I could, yeah, I, that's truly, I couldn't even speculate. I don't want to ever have to go through that. Um, God. so yeah, another innocent man was was to be
1: charged. Oh my god, they charged him. Peter they thought Shea his...
0: was arrested for her murder.
1: Her own father?
0: No, no, no. Some someone else. Oh, 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 my bad. Okay. No, no. Just just some other random some, some other oh, just okay. innocent man, not Kroll.
1: Right, right, right. Gotcha. I thought I thought they were um accusing her father because they found her. Okay. No. Or he found her. Okay. No, got it.
0: The problem was is the only evidence that they really had was that his blood type matched judas blood type okay Uh, there was no other evidence so essentially no charges were filed against him but here we go again with the wicked townspeople um you know calling him a murderer shunning him his family additionally was referred to as the murder gang the harassment did not stop so this guy didn't kill himself though oh thank goodness continued to be harassed Uh, and and um, they did not stop until Kroll confessed in 1976.
1: Okay. Okay. God bless. So for the next, like, <laughs> for six years, you're gonna be like, yeah, I'd move. it right. I, why wouldn't you fucking leave town? I, I, I mean, I get these people probably don't have a lot of money and or something. Or surely are I'd find some way to leave.
0: Kudos for to this guy for not.
1: Killing himself. Well, yeah, no doubt. But still, I, I just, I would absolutely haul ass and yeah. go, go somewhere else. Just start over.
0: So for the next six years, Kroll decides or Kroll says that he didn't commit any more murders. However, the police don't really buy this. So and honestly, I don't know that I buy, buy mm-hmm. either story because Kroll does seem to have like a little bit of space. And then he kills, kills, kills. And he's got a little bit of a time frame between his next killing. However the police have this list of dead people that they think they can pin on him. Okay. Um, And, you know, and after all, six years is a long time for someone like him to go with with his type of sexual urges, um, whether they're normal or statistics. Basically, law enforcement had a list of 15 unsolved murders from that district, and most of which were children that they thought Kroll had likely committed. And Kroll... Of course, later on would admit to having a very poor memory and state that there may have been more or less victims than he actually remembered. So he wasn't it wasn't like the tell all be all for him. Okay. However, Kroll adamantly insisted he went clean for those six years and got by only with masturbation and
1: you know his his little treasure sex doll. I mean, whatever flipped your boat legally. Yeah. And it doesn't hurt somebody else. Whatever blows your skirt up, as someone I know would say. Yes, thank you. Like, <laughs> I I just, yeah, if you need a doll, go right, I mean, go right ahead.
0: <laughs> Regardless, um, on May 8th of seven, in 1976, Karen Topfer, a 10-year-old little girl, was killed on her way to school. She was strangled and raped. And Kroll did uh, admit to this murder, but he would not be convicted because there was lack of evidence.
1: No shit. I feel like you have all the evidence in the world. He is jizz is all over Germany. <laughs> I, I mean, he's judged <laughs> the whole country of Germany. Oh, you know, he has. He has. Dear God, people are probably still stepping on his jizz. <laughs> but
0: so, you know, he has continued to, He's repeatedly evaded capture, but that's about to come to a halt in probably one of the most gruesome ways. Thank
1: God. I'm tired of thinking about jizz. Is this more of my story? God. The The jizz. Jizz. The jizz. The case of the jizz. I don't, I got, (laughs) go ahead.
0: So on July 3rd of 1976, it comes to a crashing halt. Like I mean, a wall halt, but only after four-year-old Marion Ketter went missing. Um, It was a hot afternoon. She was a very adorable, cute little blonde girl that had been wearing nothing but panties due to the heat outside Mm -hmm. and running around. And she lived in the exact same apartment um, building that Kroll lived in, Mm -hmm. which, of course, when they start fucking up, and killing, you know, same thing with Israel Key. Yes, you
1: fuck up too close to home.
0: Suddenly she vanishes. Um, a little girl had lived just a few doors down on the same floor. Okay. And, you know, she had been to uh, a little playground nearby and then back to the apartment. But yet again, I know it's the 70s, four years old and only wearing panties. I'm just saying.
1: Well, I know. But I rem- I mean, I have pictures of me. of that it- air yeah,
0: in my back my oh man yeah I mean I can't remember my mom ever saying
1: no walk down the street naked <laughs> no I
0: was born in 77 she oh <laughs> well,
1: yeah same
0: yeah so it in my backyard in the front yard yeah maybe yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but not like hey would you like to go walk to the little playground and play you know the way back oh yeah naked yeah no agree Germany and it was the 70s so maybe there was something I don't know about it
1: me either I, I don't know how that works
0: um so mm, Her mom, Miss Ketter, realizes about four o'clock in the afternoon that Marion's gone. And she searches the area. She talks with some of the other children who are out playing. She's going door to door. She can't find her. And she calls the police. Mm. Um, The police come out. They speak to the children. They go door to door. And then, of course, they drop by Cole's apartment. But everything appeared to be in order. So they walk into the apartment. They have a conversation. And everything seems to be... A-OK. Now, they're not doing a deep dive, right? They're just like probably they're going door coming to door. in. Yeah. Hey, how you doing? I have a few questions. Yep. See you. Well, that same day, a tenant of the apartment building, okay, his name was Oscar Mueller, went to use the shared bathroom in the building. As he went up the stairs, he ran into Kroll coming down the stairs. And Kroll said, I would not use the toilet if I were you. OK. It's, it's all stopped up. So Oscar asked him. What was stopping it? Up. Oh, Jesus. Kroll simply replied, guts. Oh, my God. Oh, after, my God. Yeah. After this chilling exchange, Kroll disappeared into his apartment. What goes, goes into his apartment. Guts. He's oh, well,
1: cooking he... dinner. Oh, God. I wonder what he's cooking.
0: Yeah. You'll see. So Oscar shrugs it off, decided to go see what was actually wrong with the toilet. Like any fucking body would do. Because I'd be up there. I want to see what what guts or claws. Are yeah, I know on the what toilet. guts.
1: What what is guts?
0: So he, you know, he says he did not take the statement very seriously from Kroll. He considered it to be some sort of twisted joke. But when he approached the toilet, he found what looked to be flesh in the actual oh, toilet bowl. God. And the water was bloody. So the color drained from his face, and he because you know the little girl is missing. Well, yeah. Um, and then he immediately rushes outside into the street and just grabs the closest policeman and basically says, oh, my God, you have got to come up here and see what's going on. Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, God, poor baby.
0: Sorry, that was me taking a big sip of my vodka. But, yeah, I was going to
1: say <laughs> my vodka. I
0: was hoping to get it in there. So the police and um, Oscar make their way. To the bathroom, the policemen decide that you know they, they see what Oscar saw, but then they decide, hey, we gotta we gotta pull this toilet off of the hinges, off of its mounts, and let's see what's in there. So they Ugh. that's what they do. They wrench the bowl okay from its mounts and they dump the contents into a bucket. And what they find is is horrendous. There was a set of small lungs.
1: Oh no!
0: There was um, there were kidneys. There oh, was liver. Just... There was a heart, and then there was just some flesh.
1: Oh my God! Oh, the police my God. made
0: their way back to Cole's apartment, beat on the door as loudly as they could, and when they entered, they found what still remained of Marion's body chopped up on the kitchen table. And a stew simmering on the stove with what appeared to be its main ingredient—one of her hands.
1: Oh my God! First of all, why? Oh, he
0: was making. So it was in there with potatoes and carrots, like he was making a soup.
1: Gross. And then
0: a a, You know, they did a closer inspection. They found that the sink was was clogged with entrails, and the refrigerator there were portions of the tiny girl's body and flesh on Mm -hmm. plates, as though they were preplanned meals.
1: Was this Tuesday's meal and then Wednesday's, Wednesday's lunch. Yeah. Oh my god, that is disgusting. In the freezer they
0: found Ugh. even more body parts. Oh my god.
1: I mean, it's like Jeffrey Dahmer. Yeah. Ugh. So he was,
0: clearly, he was arrested. He went along quietly, Finally. willingly, without protest. This is where I'm like, okay, super simple-minded. He believes he would receive some sort of surgical procedure that would you know, kind of squash his bloodthirsty desires and that would make him normal.
1: Okay. Yeah. Due
0: to this belief and this belief only after about a day, he decided to confess to a total of 14 murders to the police, though he had said there may have been a little more or there may have been a little less because he couldn't remember everything clearly. He also explained that his murderous desires really started when as a teenager, he saw, pigs being slaughtered and it aroused him yeah you know, back the, to the pigs the blood again. aroused him
1: mm-hmm. right, so it was the blood that aroused him yeah
0: okay and so i made a little note here because he reminded. No, of course he was before israel keys and before ed gein right uh i can't remember i think ed gein was in the 80s or night when was he um, well, I made a note here while you're, if you're looking that up, because yeah. he and Ed Gein gave the same reasoning for their desires to kill. And so I just found that extremely interesting. That's,
1: um, yeah. He So, yeah, I was going to say, yeah, Gein was 1906. so there Oh, were, shit.
0: He was way before then, then.
1: Yeah, 1906. And then he died in
0: 1984. Okay. Well, so, yeah. But he... Ed and Joaquin both gave the same reason yeah where, yeah, where their desire came from.
1: And it was just from blood? It was just from seeing pig slaughtered?
0: They're just aroused by this. I don't know if it was pigs, but it was, you know. Animal, animal
1: slaughtering? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay. Just aroused by the blood. Cole um, also admitted that he couldn't maintain an erection with a woman, at least not when she was conscious.
1: He just well, couldn't do it. Yeah, because he has low self-esteem and he's. Yeah. yeah, which yeah. is why he took to raping his dead people, dead victims. Gross.
0: He also confessed that he had tried human flesh on a whim, and he really liked it. And he began to choose victims he thought looked tasty and would yield a more tender
1: tender flesh. Mm-hmm.
0: He also stuck with cannibalism to save money on groceries, due to the price of meat being so high.
1: I'm sorry, but this is. I mean, what I. I'm sorry. Why in the fuck would you give that reason? He's got maybe because it sounds like he's, you know, poor guy can't afford meat. So I mean, what else do you expect him to do? (laughs) Sorry, I couldn't afford the chicken, so (laughs) I went from the rump roast. I got I don't I don't understand. Seriously, I do not understand. So
0: he went on to speak of how he would come home from committing a murder still aroused from his acts would have sex and masturbate over this rubber doll he would strangle it while doing so he would try to reenact the crime it also helped him to practice his strangulation holds um the pretty you know he 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 had child sized dolls Mm -hmm. um, that he used to entice little girls Oh. And they were also, you know, used for that exact same purpose. So, and so
1: he's telling the cops this. Yeah. So now he's he, confessing he's coming,
0: he's coming. He's confessing so openly. Right. And so abundantly because he really thinks there's some surgery that he's going to get. That's it, gonna it, yeah, right.
1: Let me remove your brain and chop your penis off. Yeah. That's how we'll get you to stop.
0: Yeah. Uh, I'll be happy to do it. He... Um, he did not know any of his victims. He didn't know any of their names, but he could remember the time and place where he had committed a murder.
1: Really? Mm-hmm. I can remember the time and place, but not the name. Interesting. And that may be something he
0: never even asked. He sure. Ma- he was probably never like, hey, I'm, what's your name? I'm Squirrel. I'm here to
1: kill you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and your sure. name is.
0: So. You know, when shown a picture of a girl, he usually recognized her, but hadn't kept up with the news reports following his crimes. So oftentimes when the police were talking, I'm sorry, were taking him Mm -hmm. to a scene of one of his crimes, if they passed an area where he had potentially committed a crime, Mm -hmm. he would announce it. And say, hey, I killed somebody in that spot. And the police would check it against their files of unsolved murders. Uh And
1: um, typically. He was right. He was right. Oh, wow. He's like some kind of savant when it came to. It's it's So weird. Yeah, I know. Just such a weird dichotomy of whatever the fuck he's made of.
0: <laughs> so we we make assumptions that a serial killer who got away with murder for 20 years has to have a moderately high IQ. Well, I do, right? Uh, I'm, usually, I would too. Yeah. Usually killers with an extremely low IQ work with an accomplice. They have someone help them in some way. Mm-hmm. The mentally handicapped offender is classified by being someone who is who has difficulty answering questions, a very limited vocabulary. Um, he acts impulsively. He has a very limited ability to recall events, prefers young children as friends, and is incapable of understanding his consequences. And these describe describe Joaquin Kroll to a T and very mm-hmm. well from everything that I've read.
1: Interesting that, you know, because he did hunt his victims yeah he, he picked them out which doesn't really you know go along with the impulsivity. impulsivity you know what i mean no. because he's not impulsive he, he it's so it's like he planned it out he
0: he does he knows he's going to x place and he knows he's going to s- to yeah. look for a victim. That's what he reminded me so much of Israel keys mm-hmm. because Israel keys would go to a place. Yeah. And then hunt. <clears throat> right. Um, but Israel keys didn't matter women or men or whatever. Um, it's very similar. And I just, I keep, I don't think it's instinctual to kill someone, but the way he's acting is almost like it is instinctual to him. Right. Right. It's almost like he, he, he can't fight it. At all, he there's no way.
1: Yeah, no, he. I mean, it's it's it is a it. What is it? It's like an addiction almost. You know what I mean? He's addicted to killing. Yeah, and clearly eating buttocks and thighs. More often
0: than not, we do not see someone with a severely low IQ being able to operate alone and still get away with killing for an extended period of time. Kroll was the exception to this mm, and many definitely. things, yeah, many things allowed him to evade capture from very early on. And one of the ways that he avoided detection was sometimes he changed the method on how he killed his victims. Yeah, um, It would range from strang- strangulation to stabbing. And then of course he also dabbled in drowning and, yeah. um, and he did not always cannibalize his, his victims. He didn't start doing that, I think, until his third or fourth victim, and then he didn't. He, he didn't, didn't do it every time. Well, every he single had enough
1: flag. meat for that week, I right. guess.
0: <laughs> and he also killed in many different towns, mostly those that were that that surrounded his own town. If he had not killed a child who lived just just a few doors down.
1: Yeah. he may not have gotten caught
0: would have been, yeah, I mean, he would, yeah. have been, he would have probably been killing until Yeah. the good Lord took him home or whoever took <laughs> the him good home. Lord. I don't know. The
1: good Lord took him home.
0: And because of his tendency to kill in so many different areas and because there were other killers mm-hmm. at, you know, working in the same areas as Kroll was right at the time of, his murders, yeah. Police thought his work was that of several other people, which we talked about. Right. One of the other reasons Kroll was able to evade capture for two decades was due to his irregular spacing of his crimes, going four years, or, yeah,
1: then you know, and then killing six, years, six years, yeah.
0: Um, but also, sometimes he would kill again in a couple weeks or months.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. It was unpredictable that way. Extremely. Yeah.
0: He was very much an enigma and, you know, people pity people around him, pity him, whether it was his neighbors who saw him as a lonely, simple minded man that loved their children and only wanted a family of his own or heard his desires to have that simple operation. He thought existed that would rid him. That's of crazy. Of his crazy desires.
1: That's crazy that he thought that.
0: Yeah. At the same time, he. He definitely could induce horror and terror and rage. Now you you couldn't. He also knows his victim. Mm-hmm. The helpless, the, the defenseless, the small. You yeah. know, he's not going toe to toe with a grown man. Well, except that one.
1: Well, yeah, but outside of that,
0: yeah. And you know, looking. Into the eyes of the pictures of his victims, especially the the young girls, like I I wonder what type of monster it would take to just to do that, take away their lives for yeah. for nothing more than to have an orgasm. Yeah, that's and, sick. And maybe a meal from from their meat remains. You know? Yeah, but
1: that's there. There's
0: move along like there's no emotion there. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, that makes me wonder. Like maybe he was. Somewhat on the spectrum. I don't I
0: don't know. I think we're all on the spectrum.
1: Well, yeah, I I, I guarantee you I am. I've said that a million times. But I'm just saying, like the not being able to have any kind of emotional response outside of just wanting to chiz everywhere. Right. Why you know that would be a
0: physical response.
1: Yeah, it's not an emotional response, but and even when he got caught,
0: he didn't seem to really have any
1: that's so weird. I mean I mean that's also that's fucking sociopath, man.
0: Then, you know, what snapped in him when his mother passed away? Yeah. Because the, there was many, the, many, many years yeah. since he worked on the farm, mm-hmm. right? Until his mother died. You think
1: that was a trigger though? I think I, I contributed. Think, I think
0: it I think the the working as a farmhand. Mm-hmm. Um, awoken something in him and then his mother's death was like well, it was just, yeah too I much de- I definitely think he'd have turned out the way the way that he
1: was mm-hmm. I, I know i have just, just yeah it makes you wonder what the environmental you know nature versus nurture had on him Cause yeah. it doesn't sound like he had like an abusive mother or father or anything, I think but was,
0: well, yeah. Father was gone. His siblings picked on him, um, mm-hmm. friends and, you know,
1: yeah. that. I mean, you never know how that ridiculed is- him. Right. You but- never know how that's going to freaking impact somebody.
0: And we, all we can be sure of is that, you know, Joaquin Kroll left a, just a, a huge rain region, like a whole region in, in yeah. terror, Left a string of bodies. Yeah. And uh, a lot of jizz in terms of. I was going to say, I mean. Had to put that in there. I did that just for
1: you. Thank you. I swear to God. It's-
0: <laughs> so while he was in prison, he eagerly cooperated with the police. He was completely convinced that, you know, of course, the police had a hand in that too, right? Mm-hmm. Um, he was convinced that he would be given this operation that would cure all of the homicidal.
1: I want to know what do you think he was going to get a lobotomy? I got nothing.
0: After several years in incarceration, he was charged with only eight murders and one attempted murder in a trial that went on for 151 days. Holy shit. And at the end, instead of receiving the cure he wanted, Kroll received a life sentence in prison in April of 1982. And in 1991, he died of a heart attack in prison at the age of 58.
1: Oh, that's not a good enough death for me. I...
0: I'm a little like, wah, wah.
1: I know that's I like a downer. They were gonna
0: like I thought they were gonna string him up by his toes. No shit, in front of the fucking firing squad. Right? right, but no something, but no that. So that is the really sad and pathetic little short life of Joaquin Croll
1: of the Troll of the Kroll Troll. troll. I, troll crawl. I, I like it. I like it. Cause he really does fucking look like a troll.
0: Yeah. so we're going to have to post, I have several pictures that will get posted up there okay. um, as well as this podcast. Yeah. And you know, appreciate you guys for listening. had so much fun talking about Joaquin Kroll and I don't know, are we ready to what's next?
1: Oh, what is next? So I'm, I'm debating if I'm I'm going to think I'm going to leave it.
0: Open ended right now. Open
1: ended right now. I've got a couple of that I'm working on. <laughs> and so I, I I don't know which one I want to do yet. But yeah, I'm gonna leave it a little bit of a of a surprise. Surprise, <laughs> surprise, surprise. <laughs> who didn't love Gomer Pyle? Everybody All right. loves some Gomer Pyle. I know, young people are like, who the fuck's gomer Pyle? Who the fuck is pile <laughs> Look it up. All right, guys. Thank you. Thanks for joining. Go behave yourselves, but don't you know, I don't know what I was gonna say there. We're, just We're gonna, in Key West. I was so gonna say, I
0: don't, do don't, as you wish. i was <laughs> gonna say I can't promise I'm, about I'm gonna to pour a second drink. Yep. Bye. Bye.